Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. We enter into a time to hear your word that you will anoint my mouth, that you will anoint each and everyone's hearts and minds and i pray that you will speak to us lord we are not here to tick a box on sunday morning church we are here to hear your voice and i pray holy spirit that you will take us one more step closer in knowing you yes father we thank you in jesus name in jesus name amen thank you so much emmanuel and gideon and uh, i believe the lord put a word in my heart throughout this week and uh, i, I want to share a little story and then the word i want to share and i believe it's going to help all of us uh, you might not come across this name of this person but he was a missionary was sent from england to sri lanka to pioneer a work in sri lanka and uh, his name was william alt i don't know whether you heard about him he came uh, in the in the 1800s and uh, when he heard about the gospel that in sri lanka there was no gospel he wanted to join as a missionary and uh, they told him the only uh, way you should go as a missionary is when you can marry so he found a girl got married and they were married only for a week and then they got into a boat and that time there was no suez canal so that to cut through the path you know say so they they it took them months and uh, as they were five weeks on the boat his wife got sick and she died and uh, he had no place to bury and they actually drowned her body and then few months later he arrived into the shores of jaffna in the northern part of sri lanka where he met with some hindu temple priest and he learned the tamil and uh, and he stayed not so many years maybe maybe less than 8 years he stayed but then he planted more than 8 schools and churches and learned to preach in tamil and that missionary was not even 35 years old and he died because there was no uh, you know medicine available and he had uh, uh, just some mosquito bites and some fever and then he passed away the gospel came to sri lanka from one man who heard about a nation and who never received the gospel and and out of that obedience to one man's obedience sri lankans had the gospel and you come to a state like tamil nadu william um bartholomew ziegenberg in the year of 1706 the lord told him go and share the gospel he arrived into the east coast of india and he share he learned tamil he translated tamil bible out of that came malayalam bible today 130 million tamils and malayalis have the gospel because of one man's obedience you go a little north and you will see even 
Henry Martin, not Ricky Martin, Henry Martin, who came to Nagpur, the center part of India. And uh, he was only 29. Before he died, he brought the Bible in, in Nagpur and also in, 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 in Urdu. And you see, go all the way up, you'll see uh, William Carey, who God used to translate Bible in 14 languages. And this nation where we come from is a nation where saints, the very city where we are, is a city that, that hosted a single lady who heard the pain of a, na uh, a nation where there are no female doctors to attend the crisis on the cultural barrier that put thousands and thousands of women in, into the place of, uh, you know, almost a brim of losing their lives. Out of obedience came this fruit of CMC. And this whole week, the Lord has been kind of putting the sense and this familiar scripture, everyone knows this. And if I start quoting that, you will all say, well, I know that, Charles, I know the scripture. We even memorize that in Papa's house. And before I quote that, the title that I felt in my heart to share this is, your ordinary is anointed by the Lord. The Lord anoints your ordinary. Because somehow we think in our hearts, I have to do something special so that God only anoints those special. But if you look through the history, you will take William Carey, you take William Wilberforce, you take C.T. Studd, you take Pandita Ramabai, you take, uh, you know, Henry Martin, you take, uh, uh, you know, the, the guy who Bartholomew Ziegenbach, William Halt, all those guys, they are simple people, ordinary people. They just did ordinary things, but God's anointing came upon those ordinary things and the transformation happened. The scripture I want to use this morning is from Isaiah 61. And some of you, this is your favorite scripture. And it's one of my favorite scripture that I, I want to share with you. Isaiah 61, I'm going to read from the new, uh, new um, international version. And then I will put some of the notes on the chat. So you can, you can take notes. If you're not taking notes, take notes. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, to release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of the vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they will be called the oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord and the display of his splendor. My dear brothers and sisters, the Lord has never called us to experience the supernatural on Sundays and to live without the supernatural on weekdays. And this is something that we, and in my heart, it's a burning sensation throughout this week and even this week's, it's kind of stirring in my heart. The church is not supposed to just Enjoy the miraculous supernatural presence of God on Sunday when we gather, but supposed to experience that in every day, ordinary moments of your life. Amen. This is what we are called to do. 
If you read book of Acts, that's the Acts. Everywhere they go, the world looked at them and they said, these guys have been with Jesus. They came here to turn the world upside down. He called us to experience his mind, his glory, his culture on every day of our lives, every moment of our lives and every walk of our lives. Amen. Somehow I, I feel like, you know, we, I don't know about you, but I have heard people say, uh, brother, I'm just, just sucking it up doing my job and then maybe on Sundays I feel like liberated my brothers and sisters the very fact that you are there in the job is because God has placed you as his representative to bring the kingdom there can somebody say amen Amen. That's the reason why God has kept you that's the reason that even Jesus had taken an ordinary job a carpenter's job you know, he did not, he did not, he was not born as a reverend Dr. Jesus. <laughs> Somebody came to him and said, good rabbi. And he kind of corrected him like, who told you to call me good? Only God is good. So he, I believe there is a season coming in our lives. And I believe this Papa's house tribe, God is taking a unique season that your ordinary will be blessed and ordained by the supernatural touch of God. And what is your ordinary? I'll come to that. The church is not something we do on Sundays. The church is who we are every day. Amen. The great commission from the great commander, who is Jesus, is not just to go and save people, to occupy the church building, but to invite people to your higher lifestyle, experience Jesus' eternal kingdom on every walk in our lives. Imagine this with me. Okay, just imagine, I was telling about ordinary, right? Let's take our ordinary life. What is ordinary? You cook. That's ordinary thing. That's you cook. You know, today, Sunday, I'm sure everyone was going to have a non-vegetarian. Even the vegetarians become non-vegetarians on Sundays. Yes, it's a normal thing. I, I remember my, my, my science physics teacher was a Brahmin. He was Iyengar with all those, you know, Namam, you know, uh, they have this, you know. And uh, the only way, I mean, I'm making a little confession here. The only way I know that I can get good marks to him is to invite him to my home and give him fish curry. This... I tell you, so I bring him into my home and I give him this netli. That's his favorite fish, netli, that sardines. And I fry him up nice, crispy. And this guy is, <laughs> I don't want to tell the names and all, but we are recording and some of my schoolmates might listen. And uh, he would not even leave one little bone. And one day I thought he's going to choke and die in our dining table because the way you would gulp it, because his wife will go for a walk, he will come sneak into our home, you will sit there, only netli on his plate, he will not take rice, nothing, you will just gulp it like a crocodile. And then my grades will go up also, that's another issue. But, but the thing is, you know, we all do the normal, ordinary stuff. But this thing, think with me. Sleeping, eating, going to work, playing, enjoying life with friends, cooking, you know, place it everything before God as an offering and say, God, take our everyday ordinary life 
and I want to live it generously for your kingdom, radically for your kingdom, expansively for your kingdom, creatively for your kingdom, courageously for your kingdom, compassionately for your kingdom, redemptively for your kingdom, above all, gloriously for your kingdom. Imagine this. It is possible. Imagine you just, you, you are you are working your night shift, you know, like my brother Prithivi, he said, Anna, sometimes I have to carry my toothbrush with me. You know, you are working 18 hour shift, but then you came out to get your caffeine t- intake and there you are. Say, God, this is my ordinary caffeine intake time. But if you come upon me, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Even that mundane ordinary moment can also bring an opportunity for God to use your earthen vessel to shine through to someone who are in need. Amen. Jesus never had a ministry time. Do you know that? Jesus never had a ministry time. We, we have a ministry time. We say in Fridays, reaching out to the homeless. That's nice. I mean, we do that. It's beautiful. You know, we say on, on Sundays, evenings, we go to Peace Village. We do this. We do that. We, we are very compartmentalizing everything. But my brothers and sisters, imagine this. When you open your life and say, God, every moment of my life is yours. My ordinary is yours. Take your everyday ordinary life and say, God, use it for your glory. You know, I used to pray this prayer and I still do this prayer. And we all used to pray this prayer. And we say, I decrease, you increase. Have you prayed that prayer? Yes. And nothing wrong. It's quoting John. It's scriptural. Recently, the Lord told me this and I'm going to tell you. He said, Charles. That's nice, but I want you to start praying like this. And this is what I've been praying now. And I say this, Lord, next time you want to show up your glory in the city, wherever I am, I am available, Lord. Use me. Hello. Next time you want to show up yourself. You know, this, I, we live in a small, tiny village. There are more cows in this village than the people. There are only 1,400 people in this place where we are. And there are like maybe 10,000 cows are there, you know. And, uh, but those cows are holy cows. It comes on the table as steaks, you know. But anyway, <laughs> so, but I, I say, Lord, whenever you decide to show your glory in this village, in this town, in this department, in the street, I am available. Can you imagine this? What are you trying to do? You are trying to align yourself with the mind of God. My dear brothers and sisters, the Lord wants us to know that he has ordained our ordinaries. He has ordained our ordinaries. We cannot and should not separate the miraculous from the menial. We say, oh, that's a menial job. That's just, you know, I'm just quickly going to the you know, shop to buy tomatoes and, you know, wife will be busy cooking and they will say, you know, our wife will say, Yenange, inji inji So I'm in the middle of that. You know, in the middle of that kindifying thing, wife will say, go get some inji. And you're like, you now no, she's sending me now. So you are on the way to go and get your inji. And you say, God, 
I'm in the middle of the ordinary mundane Sunday afternoon stuff. You know, I was supposed to watch something, but I'm here going, doing something in the middle of this. I'm opening, giving my ordinary to you. Why don't you uh, bless me and use me for your glory? That's what happened. Jesus, the anointing of the Lord came upon him. He did not, he did not come only when he was in synagogues. He did not come when he was in the temple courts. It came upon him every moment of his life. When he was walking down the road of Samaritan road, there was a lady who was drinking, grabbing water. The anointing of the Lord came. He spoke the miraculous, the, the menial turned into miraculous. We cannot divorce our work from faith. Many times we say that that's my work. That's my work. No, no, no. The work is where the faith needs to be exercised. In the mind of God, there is no sacred and secular. Amen. That's the first thing you need to remember. In the mind of God, there is no such thing called sacred and secular because God made everything good. God does not see Sunday holier than the rest of the days. I remember my friend who had this passion to become a lawyer and he goes to his pastor and he said, pastor, I want to be a lawyer one day, become a judge. And the pastor said, you know, he said in Tamil, Manandirumbi Yesu ko he said, repent and give your life to the Lord. And this, why? Because the pastor said, when you are a lawyer, you're going to lie. Liars go to hell. Is that the original design of lawyers? Lawyers are not supposed to just preach the lie. The lawyers are called to defend, be the voice to the voiceless, to just fight for the justice. You hear the point. So God, in the mind of God, there is no sacred and secular. Number two, in the, in the, in the mind of God, there are, there, are, there are no jobs that releases the kingdom and there are no jobs that resist the kingdom. Sometimes we say, well, my brother, I'm just working in the bank. I can't do much kingdom work there. I'm just in the, you know, I'm just as joined as a junior doctor. No, I am in the bond. I can't go beyond my bond and share the gospel. I just, I'm a new face. I don't belong to the tribe. You know, I don't have that cliche. No, in the kingdom, mind of God, every job God can use to release the kingdom. Amen. The third one, and the, in, the, in the mind of God, there is no such thing called important and irrelevant. Everything is the same in the mind of God. God can use anyone. If you, if you look at it, I will come back to that later, but I'm just giving you an example on this. The first place ever recorded that spirit of the Lord came upon any person is upon a guy who worked as a craftsman in the Old Testament. I'll give you that reference in a minute. So in the mind of God, there are no normal, regular employment in the world and then a kingdom assignment. In, there is no such thing called in, in the mind of God, like a normal, regular, I'm just a doctor, I'm just a nurse, I'm just a lab assistant, I'm just a you know technician, I'm just you know doing my secular studies, bond stuff. But then on Sundays, brother, yeah, the pastor is anointed to do the kingdom work. No, you are anointed to do the kingdom work. You know why? Because the spirit of the Lord came upon a son of man who was a carpenter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Does it make sense what I'm saying? The kingdom of God were not only called to be encountered and equipped, but 
to be scattered and introduce the kingdom so in the mind of god we are not just only called to encounter and that's very good on sundays it's beautiful to see people come together worship the lord get encouraged but the church doesn't close on sundays it actually starts on sunday but then we are scattering as soon as we finish the zoom and we go on you know you are scattered my sister kirtika is scattered himma is scattered amrita is scattered they are all scattered where they are scattered they are scattered to introduce the kingdom we are gathered to encounter but then we are scattered to share i mean that's what our assignment is in the mind of god we realize that we gather on sundays to experience the an encounter but then and scatter on weekdays to express the encounter that's what we are here for we gather here for what to experience the encounter of the king we say after the zoom somebody asked what did you do ah well i did church no you didn't do church you were the church and your church was gathered along with the fellow believers and you were equipped you were encouraged you were encountering but then what are you going to do you're going to scatter on the weekdays to express what you encountered so uh, by brothers and sisters the faith and the work collide to work together we don't have to quit the jobs to pursue the kingdom ministry we realize that our job is the kingdom ministry put your hand on your heart and say this after me my job is where god wants to show his glory amen come on i don't hear you put your hand on your heart my job is where god wants to release his kingdom my job is where god wants to release his beautiful glorious kingdom amen, amen. 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 So it's very important. Sometimes we say, "I have heard this many brothers and sisters and say, 'I'm just doing the work. What to do?'" No, no, no. Your job. Yeah. You know, as a pastor, I'm telling you this. There, I have a lot of limitations because I operate in the sphere as a church. That's my sphere of sphere of influence. But as a professional, there are. things that you carry on you that nobody can do it but seldomly the church realized it and you know why the church don't teach these things because when you know this truth it what you do it sets you free <laughs> so truth inform what is truth the definition of truth is original information so anyone who holds the original information what happens controls it that's why the church doesn't want to tell you the truth the original information they don't want to tell you they tell you something you are the anointed servants of god you come here on sunday we anoint you throw the holy water on you so that you can go and suck it up for the next 6 days come back again we will put our hands on you no 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 <laughs> jesus said i am sending you like lambs among the wolves come on church come on put your hand on your heart again jesus the very place you placed me the very job you gave me is to manifest your glory come on come on i am so filled with the holy spirit i can sense there is some people god is breaking those those mindset where you thought your workplace is a curse no god is saying your workplace is an absolute opportunity for me to reveal my glory but we are the hindrance to the god's glory why because we don't see in the way god wants to see 
Amen. We don't have to quit the jobs to pursue the kingdom ministry. We realize our job is the kingdom ministry. We are not stolen. Say this with me. I am not stolen from the workplace. Come on, church. I am not stolen from the workplace. I am sent to the workplace. Amen. I'm not stolen. You know, sometimes people say, I'm just sucking it up, brother. I'm just waiting. You know, no, no, no. You are sent to the workplace. Amen. You are sent. And that's what happened. You know, I, I, the William Walt was sent and he didn't plan church first. You know, if you look at even uh, the guy Bartholomew Ziegenbach, he did not plant a church first. He planted, he first translated the Thumb Bible and then he gave it to people. But then he planted a school first. Ida Scarra did not plant the church. She planted a hospital. This is what happened. It's very important. So if you look at even, even uh, uh, William Wilberforce, the guy who abolished slavery and the city started, I can go on and on and on. There are people who went and they said the very place that the enemy has occupied in the hearts and minds of people, that's my inheritance. Why? Because the spirit of the Lord has anointed me to bind up the broken hearted. The broken hearts are not in the church. They are restored people. Of course, there are people who are still going through challenges. But where is the broken heart? The bro broken hearts are in the workplace, in the marketplace. So the kingdom is not an escape from real work. It's an engagement to the real work. Amen. The kingdom is not an escape. So don't say, well, one day the Lord is going to suck me up. So I'm going to go up in heaven, sing Kumbaya. No, 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 no. It's an engagement with the real work. Our jobs like doctors, gardeners, nurses, scientists, homemakers, jewelers, carpenters, bricklayers, builders, engineers, bankers, officers, shopkeepers, watchmen, lawyers, architects, designers, singers, musicians, painters, drivers, welders, researchers. We are not doing secular job. We are kingdom carriers. Amen. Who are you? I am a kingdom carrier. Come on, type it on the chat. I am a kingdom carrier. I am a kingdom carrier. You got to believe this because this is who you are in the name, in the eyes of God. You are a kingdom carrier. Your work is not a distraction from your destiny. Your work is a doorway to the destiny. Hallelujah. Your work is a doorway to the destiny. We just don't go to work. We are sent to work. Amen. I remember people say this to me. He was an engineer. Then he sacrificed his job. He came now. Support him 500 rupees a month. <laughs> you know, he was a doctor. You know, <laughs> you know, he was a doctor. He left that. He said, no, now he's there. You know, now we need, to, we need to raise funds for him. No, my brothers and sisters, God has anointed you. The spirit of the Lord has anointed me. Come on, church. If you can memorize that, that will be really great. The spirit of the Lord is upon anointed me. He has called me to preach the good news to the poor. He has called me to set the captives free, bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim their liberty to the captives. Amen. The year of the Lord's favor. So what God has breathed into us for the world, <laughs> we go out and breathe over others in the world. 
So what God has breathed into you, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So that God has breathed over you. Now you're going to go out and say, I'm going to breathe out. You don't need to go and say, where can I breathe? Where You're not going to hold your breath like, where can I breathe, Lord? This, this, this Atawala, should I breathe? No, that's called suffocating Christian. <laughs> you're just going to live in such a way. You get on a auto, the kingdom work is there. You know why? Because the spirit of the Lord is upon you. You are buying Walapalam. In Tamil peoples, they don't say Walapalam. They say Vayapayam. So, you know, so if you go and buy bananas, Kirtika is laughing, you know, so if you go and buy, buy in that place, the kingdom work is there. You know why? Because God breathed into us for the world. We go out and breathe over others into the world. Say this with me. Dear Lord, help me to integrate my vocation and my vision, my job and my joy, my industry and my ministry, my connection with God and my connection with the world. Amen. Say this with me. My dear Lord, help me to integrate my vocation and my vision. My vocation and my vision. Vocation is what? It's a Latin word, vocatio, which means sacred calling. That's where vocational training center. That's what they came from. That word, vocatio. It's a Latin word, you know. And so that's and my vision. Sometimes we separate that, you know. My vision, brother, to preach the gospel. My vocationally, I am a you know therapist here in the CMC. They give me ten thousand rupees, made me work twelve hours. You know, uh, no, your vocation and your vision goes work integrated. Your job and your joy are integrated. Your industry and your ministry is integrated. Your connection with God and connection with the world is integrated. That's one of the reasons I shared with you last year in February that we are not just called to do church every Sunday. Maybe there are Sundays God will ask you to grab in small groups and be in people where you can invite some new believers or new ones who don't know the faith into your households and to share what you're experiencing. You know, it's important. But somehow we are so focused, you know, sometimes the very structure that helped the church to grow right now, the very structure is has actually becoming a hindrance to grow. And I believe if we let go of the structures, God can use an ordinary being anointed to bring the extraordinary work of God. Amen. I am not called to survive in the workplace. I am here to seek the transformation. I wrote it down here and I'm going to put it on the chat. And I don't know if you want to copy this, put it on anywhere you want to remember. Remember this. I am not called to survive in the workplace. I am here to seek the transformation. Amen. I am here to seek the transformation. CMC people say, you know, I, I hear this all the time. Mundi mari CMC illata. Have you heard that one? Anybody heard that one? Who heard that? It's not like before. CMC. Yeah. That dedication is gone. Money minded. Have you heard that? Anyone heard that? I'm the only one who heard this. Come on. You guys from C you're working in CMC, right? <laughs> Have you heard that? The people say this thing. It's not like that. That you know, It's gone. That's why you are there. To bring the transformation. Come on church. Amen. Don't blame about. Oh the accounts department. So many. Oh that department. No, no, no. You are there. Daniel was there among the 70 magicians. But God raised him to be the leader of all the magicians. Hallelujah. Okay, Exodus 31. Look at this one. Exodus 31. The Lord said to Moses, 
Okay. He did not anoint Moses. <laughs> But Lord said to Moses, I believe God is speaking to you. See, I have chosen not Moses. He is not choosing Charles or Eunice. He is choosing Bezalel, Kirtiga, Amrita, Imma. Uh, who else are on the chat here? I want to see the name so I can say, I know Lydia, Sister Mary, my brother Sunil, Pratiba, Sumir, Gideon, Joshua, Is Vaishni. You know all this. God is saying, I am a. I have chosen these guys, son of blah 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 blah, the tribe of Judah. I have filled him. Her with the spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding and knowledge, and all kinds of skills. Circle that word skills to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze to cut and set stones to work in wood and to engage in all kinds of crafts. I beg you, please go and read the whole chapter. It will blow your mind. I tell you, you know why it will blow your mind? The first time you will see, literally, God saying, "I'm putting my anointing on someone," and that guy happens to be not a pastor. <laughs> that guy was a craftsman. You know who is a craftsman? The guys. Have you been to Mahabalipuram? Anybody been to Mahabalipuram? Have you been in that place? Have you seen those places full of sculpture workers? That kind of guy. God has anointed a guy. He says, "I'm anointing that guy," but he didn't bring that word to him directly. Told through his servant Moses. My brothers and sisters, with all true humility, I'm sharing this. The Lord is anointing our church, Papa's house, you. to bring that kingdom work in the darkest deepest corner of the world in india in bangalore amen this is where god is calling you and the lord's anointed the lord anointed as he worked see this guy he did not wait for the anointing sometimes that's the big mistake people say i'm waiting for the anointing brother going to this place some pastor will touch and then something i will feel oh stotram 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 then i know god has anointed no 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 you keep working monday after monday you know your superior your boss your weird fellow colleagues you know all those crazy things you keep on working as you are faithful as you are diligent as you are doing the best that's integrity doing the best is called integrity doing your very best is called integrity as you are integrity in all the ways the lord's anointing comes upon you then he uses you to bring the gospel amen how beautiful it is how amazing it is that's what god wants to do in our lives sometimes we think our god wants to anoint us then we go to work no we expect to show up in our work on our worship center this is what we do you know many times people say i come here to church i'm expecting god to speak to me how many of you said that you said to god god sunday morning i want god you to speak to me why don't you expect god to show up on your work center <laughs> now say this with me come on church say this with me god on monday morning when i go to work i'm expecting you to show up you know because you know why because in ad 162 if i have to be precise there was something called a greek dichotomy dichotomy means split a greek split happened 
And that's when the sacred versus secular Sundays are more holier. That's why you see some people on Sunday, they are like ghost in white and white, you know, and, and then Monday, Sunday, they are born again, Monday, dead again, you know, and it's the sad part. We think Sunday is holier. Oh, stotram, stotram, Monday, atram, atram, you know, so I don't know those things. I don't know how to translate need to change our mind. We need to expect God to change our workplace because he has equipped us with his presence in the worship place. Now, what are you doing now in the worship place? You are equipped. Amen. Say this after me. In the worship place, I'm equipped. In the, when I gather, I'm equipped so that when I scatter, I share what I am equipped with. Amen. That's why churches are getting empty. Why? Because they are not equipped on, on Sundays. You know, when we come to church, we need to come with an expectation that God is going to equip me. But then when we go out of the church, we don't have to go with an expectation. God is going to encounter others through my equipping. Amen. It should not be kept inside. We need, we need to come to realize that every workplace is an opportunity for God to show up his, his presence. Amen. Say this after me. Every workplace, Lord, every department that you are taking me tomorrow is an opportunity for you to show up your presence through me. Amen. Every place, every, my boss may be, you know, uh, mean, my, my colleagues may not know you, my, my customers, my clients, my patients maybe had a bad temper, but I know for sure it is an opportunity for you to show up your presence. The goal of the father, my dear brothers and sisters, is not to bring people to church, but to bring church to the people. Amen. We messed it up. We say, come to church, brother. Come. We give you quarter and coli biryani. We give you biryani. We give you this. We give you that. We give you free transportation. We give you pizza. We give you this. No, 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 no. Come to church so that you can take the church to the people. Jesus never said, come to the synagogue. I will heal you. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me. Yes, anointed me to preach the good news. Somebody asked Jesus, stay here. He said, no, no, no. There are so many villages to go and preach. I'm going to go and share. <laughs> he was not interested in adding the people in the church. I am not interested in to have a big church. I want the city to become the church. <laughs> Amen. Somebody asked me, how big you want to have the church? I said, I want the city. Vellur is my church. Vellur is my church. How big is Vellur? 850,000 people. That's my church. That should be your church. Amen. So the question, I'm going to wrap it up. I know we are running out of time. How can I do it? It all starts with how I view about it. The first one. I wrote down here six points. First, we need to realize that the kingdom of God is bigger than Sunday gatherings. Amen. It's bigger than Sunday gatherings. Don't just say, I did my church. Now let's go to PBR. Don't say, even if you go to PBR, go God. Give it, I have an assignment from you to bring the kingdom. Amen. Every place is an opportunity for God to show up through you. Amen. Number two, we gather to encounter and to be equipped, but we scatter to introduce the encounter. That's why we are gathered. 
Number three, I'm quickly going there. The Lord never undermines what I do on weekdays. Mundane work is not menial, but meaningful in the kingdom. The Lord never undermines what I do on weekdays. Sometimes we say, Sunday I'm going to church. You know, other Christians, they are still sleeping. My dorm, dorm, that girl is still sleeping. I am now sitting in Zoom listening. I'm more holier. No, 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 no. Every day is God anointed your mundane work. You know, you know your mundane work, right? And God has anointed your mundane work. I am not called. And this is another important thing. I'm not called to tolerate my job. I'm called to collaborate with the kingdom in my job. Why don't you say this? Jesus, I'm sorry for tolerating my job. I'm here to collaborate with the kingdom in my job. How beautiful it will be that we can see God at work in and through us. When I take baby steps, this is what the Lord spoke to me. When I take baby steps in expressing my encounter to the world, he takes giant leaps to transform the society. My brothers and sisters, this guy, Bartholomew Ziegenbach, did not know out of his obedience to the Lord coming 300 years before to Tamil Nadu will one day have at least 15%, almost 10 million Christians are there in Tamil Nadu. And out of that Tamil Bible came Malayalam Bible. In 30 million Malayalis, you have at least 10% or even 25% Malayalis are faith Bible-believing Christians. One man's obedience. When I make baby steps, God makes giant steps to restore. Amen. Do you believe that? I believe that. And the last but not the least. Amen. This is what I want you to pray. Pray the simple prayer. Lord, show me what is the key to their heart to reach out to them with your good news. Don't say, God, my boss is horrible. My co-workers are, you know, in the sin and they always curse. You know, sometimes sometimes people always use curse words. And, and I'm a Christian. I don't use curse word. I don't say that word. I say shoot. You know, I, I don't say that word. I say freaking heart. You know, I'm, I'm a Christian curse word. I, am, I converted my Christian curse word. You know, don't, you know, we have our Christian curse word. We, we feel like we don't want to say the right, uh, that word, but we have converted it polished it. God is, God is not, oh, wow, Pratibha did not curse, but she, instead of that, she said, shoot. Oh, she is nice. No, 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 no. It's not about that. But say, God, I want to use, I want to know the key to their heart so that I can tell the good news. Amen. The move of the Lord is not just the movement in the church, my brothers. I believe this with all of my heart. The next move of the Lord is not just going to happen inside the church. It's the movement of the church outside to the world. Amen. And I believe that God is anointing you. You know, this is so funny. This is, this is, <laughs> I'm going to say this. I don't know how to say else. I'm going to say this. Okay. We always pray. For somebody who is going in the church, I have seen this and probably you have seen this. We always have somebody come and say, hey, this guy is going as a missionary to this country or to this tribe, to this people. And we pray for them. We support them. 
but we never see anyone come in the front and say hey this sister is going to be working as a nurse in this hospital let's pray and send her as a missionary to that hospital have you ever seen anywhere doing that i have never seen it and that's what the lord spoke to me so what we going to do as the lord spoke to moses the lord is speaking to me and to yunus to commission you guys to commission you to take the kingdom of god into those places to take the kingdom of god where my my sister prathiba is working as a scientist i want to commission you to go and bring the gospel there amen she is a missionary in the scientific world amen come on amen i want to commission my brother sunil to you know yeah, I, my wife prophesied one day she said maybe he is going to be the next chief in 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 cmc i felt like very strongly i want a commission i want a commission i if that happens it's beautiful because you know why more kingdom establishment amen i want to commission my sister vaishni to become that missionary nurse you know into the kingdom i want to commission my brother gideon to take the gospel you know my brother again joshua here my brother arnab you know grace you know kirtiga everyone my brother jeevakani to commission them so that they can be a missionaries in that workplace amen